Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. We are very excited for this week's episode. Um, this week's episode will be a, a commencement of a featured, a featured person on our uh, podcast. So this week, um, please welcome Israel Zapetta. Yeah. All right. All right. How, how you feeling? How you feeling? Yeah. Um. So I'm feeling good. Yeah. All right. How about how about you introduce yourself? What what how, your name? What you do? Or what whatever whatever you feel people should know about you before you before you before we start this episode. Um. Uh. Well, my name is Israel Zapetta. I'm a music major. I'm doing composition and piano performance. Uh, I'm a conspiracy theorist and, uh, you know, I got, I got a lot to say. Yeah. I, I feel like your conspiracy theorist mind can kind of go hand in hand with some of our episodes being that sometimes we'd be coming up with our own theories for music and our own sort of, uh, hot takes or controversial topics on stuff. So it'll, it'll, it'll blend in nicely to the, to this, this episode. All right. So how about you tell us what, what, what? What are you here for today? What what is it that you want to talk about? So, uh, the reason I'm here today is because I'm going to speak regarding pitch memorization, uh, dealing with uh, absolute pitch, relative pitch, latent absolute pitch, and all in between. All right. So this episode is going to be about that. Um, just so that you guys can also feel free to listen to the whole episode. Uh, if the topic sounds a little bit daunting, at the end of the episode, we are going to have our first live performance. Israel is actually going to play the piano for us. So uh, that'll be something fun and interesting. All right. So let's start with what is pitch, re- pitch, re- what is it? pitch recognition? So what is pitch it? recognition is essentially our a, a person's ability to perceive uh, a note. So the I would say the most basic form is being able to tell if a note is higher or lower. You know how back in elementary they used to have us uh they would put on the headphones on us and they'd be like raise up your hand where the pitch is louder. Did y'all ever have that have that happen to y'all? Yes. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Or or they'd tell you um also they would be like before they would also tell you which which side is the Right, right. The, is the is the beat all right? So, so about the lowest level of that pitch recognition is being able to determine what the what what pitch is high and what pitch is low. Yeah. Right. A next step up is uh, basically being able to tell. Can I can I yeah, turn yeah, and just all right? I don't try to look at y'all. Um, um, so basically, like the the most basic form of 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 pitch. Uh, what did I say? Recollection. Recognition is being able to determine, you know, if, like, say, I play these two notes, being which note is louder. Bum, bum. All right. So basically, pitch rec- recognition is at the lowest level is being able to determine uh, how high or low a note is based on its frequency. For instance, right. The correct answer in determining which one is lower and higher would be the first one was lowest and then the next one is highest. Da-dun. Right? And then basically the steroids version of that is being able to determine to know exactly which pitch that is, right? So in, in modern tuning, the way that we perceive, at least Western Western music theory, we recognize that there are 12 notes, right? Cause then after that, yeah, it's the same octave. thing, and it goes up an octave, yeah. and then uh, yeah. So the way that 
If you look you here, how about how about do this? Let's see. Play a C, just a C, a C scale. All right. Now play a, a different scale. Something else. Uh, all right. All right. Now play another one. All right. Now, would pitch recognition also be able to tell what what scale is happening? So is that is that yeah, part of it? So so with pitch recognition. It's so I was going to say the way that we can see this color of the piano and immediately recognize that that is a that is black. We can look at the the Jonathan's wearing a, a white evidently white sweater and we don't have to really think about it. We we know that that is white. We've we went through the training in our childhood to differentiate colors and we can we can determine for certain that what he's wearing is white. And so with with absolute pitch, right, the, the steroids version of pitch recognition is being able to to intuitively just know uh, what what note it is, which pitch it is rather um, from the from the 12 notes that we have on the keyboard. And the general public recognizes that as a perfect pitch, right? Perfect, they, call pitch, it perfect pitch. they call it perfect, perfect pitch. It's also been deemed as absolute pitch. And then there's another uh, sort of variation of that known as a relative pitch. Mm. So, um, so perfect pitch, like I was saying, is you hear a note and they can immediately, almost instantaneously recognize and, and identify which note that is. Uh, I believe it's a really rare, con- or I wouldn't say it's a condition, but it's a, it's a phenomenon that people, uh, have, right? It could be, I suppose it could be taught, right? Yeah. The way, the same way you can teach colors to a child, yeah. you can teach pitch to a child. Yeah. I actually find that really interesting when you made the, the comparison to color, cause, cause it really does feel like you could teach children, you know, to recognize pitch just like they would recognize color. It's kind of something that I didn't think about with right, color. Right. So if you think about colors too, I mean, there's quite a bit of colors, right? We got three primary colors. We got red, we got blue, we got yellow. And from those three, we, we combine them and then we get uh, the variations, right? We got green, we got purple, we got orange. And all those different colors are, they're, 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 they have the, the primary colors in them, but they're distinct. All right, I have a question. Sure. Or I bring up a, a, a valid point. So I'm colorblind. So, you know, yes, people can learn people, you know, they can learn colors, right? But kids like me or people like me when I was a kid, I wasn't able to tell colors. I'd I'd be chalked from the start. There'd be no way to teach so me. This it, so do you think there's also people who you know how you said that it's something that it's a phenomenon that people just have? Yeah. Is it is there the uh, the the, the antithesis of, of that? it? Yeah, that that there's people who just can't have it. Right. So basically, um, so uh, I also am colorblind to an extent. I confuse my reds with brown, my blues with purple. I do that too. And and the reason why is because they're they're similar. similar. They're really close in in the spectrum, yeah. right? And um, there's some people that have difficulty. Um, they have a, a bad ear. You, they say they have, uh, problems picking up pitch. Like they can't, like, you know, you can, uh, you can ask someone to sing that and they'll do like, like, like they'll do. 
there's a um, a person that we know, right? We'll, we'll think we know who we're talking about, right. but would you say that that person? There's a, there's a fellow that we know, a very bright, my a very bright guy. Um, you know, he's I would say he's rather new to music, and especially being new to music, I mean, trying to trying to grasp mm. the concept of you know sight reading, looking at pi- uh, pitches, and just identifying uh pitches on a on a score let alone and you know with your ear it's it's a whole different thing and some some people have difficulty with that they'll uh they're they'll i mean there's a specific word for it but basically um they 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 lack uh in that capacity to recognize that pitch true and isn't just like with perfect pitch that uh, most people know that term there's also the term uh, tone deaf, right? Right, tone deaf, and tone that's deaf. actually the one that—that's precisely uh, what I was thinking of. Tone deaf. They, you know, they, and that—that that goes into not them being not being able to differentiate a high note and a low note. So that's why, at the most basic form of of pitch recognition, one can determine high and low, right? right. Uh, can you give us any contemporary examples, meaning like popular music, where where pitch recognition can be like shown as an example i mean there is a study done by uh, this uh professor uh with the surname leviton and he was basically just measuring uh a person's capacity to recall pitch based off of memorization so um so pitch recognition goes hand in hand with pitch memorization because essentially um w- the absolute absolute pitch in in and it's uh and the bread and butter is basically your brain's uh, ability to memorize what that pitch is. So the way that we can memorize that that is white, that that is blue, that that is yellow, uh, our brains memorize what a, what a pitch sounds like. So in dealing with a contemporary or a modern one, I mean, we'd have to get the score and see exactly what it says. But for instance... Uh, I can give an, uh, an example from uh, a pitch that, or uh, a piece rather that I play. Um, so when I, I play it, I can hear it in my head before I do. And I'll do uh, from the prelude and an E minor by Chopin, the really sad one. Um, dun, dun. And I maybe have been maybe a cent off. Play, or play ha- a little bit of it, a little, a little snippet of it. All right. Do you want us to hold the mic? I got it. So it's just basically the same. It's just like a, a progression of chords in the left hand and the right hand was single noting and then it's just slightly moving and it, it's it's a good really good piece mm-hmm. right is there any other ones what about um, what about the 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 basic for Elise do you know that do, can you da, <clears throat> excuse me da, 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 Play. right and I think I was pretty accurate yeah. with that one another one right to lose my reference I'm gonna just uh, another one really quick um da, F sharp and I, I hear it in my head before. And basically the way I could, the reason that I can do it is because I have it memorized in my, I, I've heard it enough. I've played it enough. And I just know um, what, you know, what, how exactly it sounds. I, I do remember one time, I think I was like, what had, I didn't even know what stuff Bach had written. 
and you were like, oh, he's done that, that one cello, and you were like, and you did it, like, and you like, and you, and you even said, oh, I think that that's like even in the same key, or it's right. it's correct. It was it's in uh, I I think it's in like G minor, G major, yeah, it it sounds like so that's a, a scale like you were saying. Um, a person with perfect pitch would be able to know that oh, that's uh, G major because they'll hear right the in a scale we have these uh, like the tonic, the dominant, the subdominant, the leading tone, all of which um, like if if a, if a person with absolute pitch or perfect pitch was able to hear, they would hear the T do resolution and they would hear. Uh, both of those notes they say oh that's f sharp and that's g and then they can hear the whole scale in its entirely and make the educated uh guess or not really a guess but really um an evaluation that that is in fact g major mm-hmm. and the same could be said about any other scale like the the c c minor blue scale right and and all the scales sound different, right? Mm-hmm. So even being able to differentiate different scales and the modes within them is, you know, another form of that, right? So in this, or you case, know what, you know what we could do instead, huh. play the play the the weird one first, and then we could be like, does anybody recognize this song? All right, now let me play the and it's an original. And it's theme. yeah, let's do that. All right, so, so here, here, wait, you're gonna play a song right now, and uh, what Israel is gonna do is gonna play a song in a different key. Um, than what it's normally in and you tell me if you could recognize it just based off of what the what based off like the rhythm essentially and the the intervals the, the, the thematic notes. material yeah. and everything right all right now we're gonna play it in its original key and see if you could recognize it and this is somewhat of a sort of pitch recognition kind of thing So now, in my opinion, they both the first one. It, maybe it's just because I've heard it too many times, but it doesn't sound too off from its original predecessor. Right. So it's only um, so the original key that it's written in is in C sharp major, and I just played it. Or excuse me, C sharp minor, and I just played it in F sharp minor. So basically, it's uh, the subdominant of that key. So in the key of C minor, you got C sharp. Uh, C sharp, D sharp, E, F sharp, G sharp, A, and then depending on which scale, right? Uh, so that fourth one, that's that's where I played the the other one. Okay, now let's get into what everyone's been waiting for. Give us the 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 example that you were when you thought of this episode. You were you had an example based off of a, a song from a movie. That a bunch of us 2000s, 1999 kids would know. So here's the thing. Uh, in order for us to accurately measure that, we need to know exactly which pitch it is. So how about Joel? Joel, listen to it. And then you will have it in your ear, right? We will we'll cover our ears up. I can step outside. And you can, we, can, we can step outside. Joel is going to look it up. He's going to hear it. And then me and Jonathan are both going to take a stab at it. And try to see if by by with our pitch uh, memorization we can accurately uh, you know Sorry. summon the pitch. All right, so we'll step outside. He'll yes. 
he'll press play and show you guys what song it is, right? And then we'll come back into the room and see if we can guess the beginning of the song based off memory. memory, right? No, no reference point, right? Yeah. Um. I mean, did you want me to explain what? what sure. I, I meant no. Hold on. I I I mentioned uh, uh, relative pitch. Yeah. Do you guys know what yeah, that is? Uh, no. I do, but you should explain. This. Okay, so it's it's, it's another yeah. It's an, it deals with this. So relative pitch. So the majority of the population that are mu- musicians, uh, they don't have absolute or perfect pitch, but the majority, I would say, of musicians do have relative pitch, which is being able to find a note based off of a reference note. So, for instance, um, I mean, I can. So let's just play a note. Let's play an E four. So in oral skills, you basically are supposed to hear the note and then build a chord off of it. So in oral skills, they might say, all right, we want you to build a dominant seventh chord off of this. And then you would have to be, you'd have to do, I'll just say, do, do, mi, so, le. Right? And without having to play this diminished chord, by having the reference note, I was able to hear it in my head. I know it's a major, major third, fifth, seventh. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's relative pitch. Uh, I know you guys haven't heard much from me this episode, but I'm going to be here for this exercise. So so the song that they're going to be using for this exercise is All Star by Smash Mouth. Made popular by the film Shrek, right? And here's the beginning. So you hear the little pitch, the some, some, right? Some. That's what they're going to be trying to guess. I'll play it again. Somebody. All right, and now I'll have them come back in the room. So explain what you're going to do. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to try and sing the song. Uh, I know what song it is, but I haven't heard it in a while. Um, so this is all just based off of memory. It's from Shrek. It's in my opinion, I know it from from Shrek, the first movie. Um, it's All Star, right? So what I think it is is I think it's somebody once told me the world and that right. All right, now that's my guess. Now let's give Israel a chance. Uh, Israel, you could step back inside. All right, Israel's coming back right now. I could stay in the room because now I've guessed already, so you can go. So now explain, uh, so what he's going to do, is he going to do the same thing that I just did? He's going to try and just based off of memory, just um, either sing or play the piano of what he thinks the first. Don't play the piano. I'm not going to play the piano, but I will. Sing? I will disorient my perception of any pitch that I have Somebody once told me. Some. Some. Reveal it. I'm revealing. Somebody. Some. I think. Play the whole thing. Play the whole thing. Some. Some. Somebody once told me. Let's listen to it right now. I think I was maybe off like a little bit. All right. But what, 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 all right. What was the point of this, of that, of that experiment? So this, the point of this experiment was to see, well, Shrek is a very popular, very iconic movie. 
and the soundtrack uh, equally as much. And that song All Star, um, it's you know it's the first thing you hear, the first impression of Shrek, and uh, basically everyone who's seen Shrek can has has heard it, so it's definitely somewhere in their subconscious mind. So what we just did is in our subconscious mind, we tried to extract the pitch that we heard when we saw the movie Shrek for the first time, or second or third. Because mm-hmm. I know I've seen it like that much times. But. All right. Well, I would say that. For this topic, uh, we'll call that a good uh, for a good discussion. Any any last words before we go to get to your performance? Um, no. I reckon not. You reckon not? Reckon All right. Not. Well, we will get to your performance uh, shortly. All right. Well, um, can you tell us what piece you're going to perform? Yes, I can. Uh, this piece is called Sikos Post, uh, spelled C. S-I-K-O-S. A Sikos is uh, basically a a horse herdsman uh, from Hungary. And that's what the piece is named after by composer um, Herman Nick. And now performing Sikos Post by Herman Nick is Israel Zepeda. <laughs> episode with uh, i'm guessing a magnificent performance uh one more round of applause for israel for coming out today 